Ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode on Super Negotiate. I'm back with a thought. Thought such as should procurement be seen only as a cost function. Now the times are changing, times are volatile and I think it's time for procurement to start focusing on revenue generation function. Is it possible? Is it not possible? I will leave you with 10 ideas today. Five I have classified in conventional ideas and five I have classified as unusual one. And I leave your assessment whether you can execute at least one or two next year or not. But with that, let's get started. 10 ideas to transform your procurement into a revenue generation function. The first one, which is actually a no brainer is launching a consolidated procurement services. Some people call that global procurement services. You're actually doing the consolidation activities. If you can find other organizations having the similar demand, you can consolidate the demand and do a group negotiation for your company and for others company and you can charge commission, subscription, whatever you want to dice and slice. This is what the concept is all about. It has been done by many organizations. They are still doing it. With that, I come to the second one. And again, I've seen many examples. If you Google enough, you will find tons of case studies of this. Joint product development, meaning your technology department, you as a procurement, and one or two of your strategic suppliers sit down, go through the specs line by line, of your top two top three best selling products and you try to strip down the version if you can reduce the cost package it into a new product and sell it into the market under your brand name it's being done by amazon also amazon is coming with their own brand of products right and this is where the revenue share part comes in because the manufacturing is done by the supplier you do the selling as through your sales function and both of you you and your supplier cuts the revenue share deal and it's not only limited to your market if your supplier has tie up with some retailers push your product in that direction get the revenue shares out so this was the second idea the third one is related to inventory management and if you have seen what is happening with the retailers Again, the phase of retailers shutting down stores in US has started. If you analyze their inventory levels, the inventory levels are again increasing because the consumption is coming down. So we are again going through a phase where most of the retailers are having excess inventory stocks. And it's not only limited to retailers. If you look at the manufacturing companies, even their inventory levels are starting to rise. Um, and it always cyclic because when the consumption is down, you will always have slow moving, non-moving inventory stocks. Supply chain team needs to be active again. Now, if you put a procurement marketplace to sell the excess inventories, which may not be applicable for all the items, but it's definitely applicable for some. If you can come up with a procurement marketplace and start selling this, not only are solving your working capital issue, you are also getting the external revenue generated by selling these excess inventory pieces. Sounds a bit unconventional. With that, I move to the fourth one. And this is on the line of the best practices research or consulting, if you may say, and it's going to upset your consultants. And this fourth one is about launching commodity specific or trade specific, specific is the key here, 
advisory services because when someone wants to invest or when someone wants to work with a new product or work with a new supplier or want to time look at the price trends the advice from the consulting firms eh, it's it's not really accurate if you backtest most of the predictions done by the consulting firms they are far off from what happened in the reality you are doing this day in and day out you have much better insights than general presentations coming from consultants so if you can launch this as a commodity specific advisory services you are having a much better chance of generating external revenue because you are leasing out your expertise for certain specific markets suppliers commodities etc and that brings me to my fifth idea which is again it's not an unconventional one it's called procurement financing or supply chain financing uh, it's being done by many many companies now where effectively you tie up with the bank and with let's say a bank your suppliers are able to receive the money faster than the payment terms everybody gets a uh, benefit supplier gets payment upfront banks make a commission and here you can also make a commission the another aspect of this is if you don't want to be dependent upon bank you can work with your finance team and if case you can come up with offering interest lower than the market but higher than your own company's cost of capital you can actually generate more money by leasing out trade finances to your tier 1 suppliers right so it works both ways but for this you probably have to check with your finance team um i personally have been exposed to this practice where one of my ex company was having excess cash and we started lending to our top 1 or top 2 tier suppliers uh reputable suppliers uh the cost was the cost or rather the interest rate we offered was lower than the market so it was good for the supplier but it was higher than my working capital uh, what we call as uh, my interest rate of lending so i was able to make margin there also so five conventional ideas done dusted rewind the video if you want to have a look at whether you want to experiment with these five conventional ideas but i promised 10 not 5 so now moving to my five unconventional ideas the first one on this is the warehousing services now hear me out on this it's connected with the inventory management point i made earlier we had concepts of just in time inventory etc 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 right so most of the factories will have a huge warehouse multiple warehouses closer to their factories so that you can get the material from those external warehouses into your factories in time now you can lease out that warehousing space to your suppliers so they don't have to go out in 10 different places everything is stored in your warehouse and they pay you rent and they pay warehouse management services where you're providing safety security systems etc etc so complete warehousing management solution not only it works for your suppliers because they save let's say x amount of money by reaching out to different warehouses but it saves you as well because you are now closer to vendor managed inventory concept right uh have i done this before yes we did this project in one of my ex companies we actually established a big warehouse outside my largest factory and then we started renting the space out to my suppliers competitive rate than the market um 
and we were offering complete VMS or WMS services, warehousing management services, and vendors were paying me for this. So revenue center generation. But why I put it as unconventional, it's hard to change uh, supply chain mindset. Uh, it's a more people problem. It's not whether it can be done or cannot be done. You will face a lot of resistance initially getting this concept uh, accepted in your organization. But if you can do it, it's a revenue making function. All right. The sixth one or the second unconventional idea here is IP selling. As a procurement or as an organization, you develop a lot of tools in-house. Lot of tools. I'm not, not talking about the tools that you buy from the market. And I'm also not talking just the tools. I'm talking about the approaches to buy, approaches to screen, approaches to your tendering, anything. Now, if you start looking at the things that you are not using or you can actually sell in terms of IP, if the usage for yourself has expired, you can make tons of revenues using the IP reselling. So if you just take a stock of amount of tools you are not using in-house and you have licenses for them for perpetuity, can you actually start looking into IP reselling, IP selling, etc., etc.? So that's the idea I had in terms of making procurement a revenue function. The seventh one is something that is happening, uh, but by third parties. It's related to sustainability. So you know the model already. Organizations are buying sustainability credits to reach their net zero goals. Um, so the way whole process works is an organization or a third party will come to your factory and they will audit your manufacturing process or whatever it is to establish whether you are carbon positive or carbon negative. In case you are carbon negative, you are given certain credits which you can sell in the market to other companies. And these third party platform providers just connect companies who are carbon negative with companies who are looking to offset their credits. Now, if you start selling your sustainability credits, you can actually make good revenue out of this. The ninth one I have is capacity leasing or excess capacity leasing. Uh, to give you an example, there are tons of manufacturing fa uh, facilities who will be very happy to manufacture your product uh, if their capacity is underutilized. So meaning if their capacity is running or the factory's capacity is running at 50%, they do take orders of other manufacturers to lease out their production lines to them. Um, so if you have excess capacity available, you can actually lease out that to other manufacturers. Is it being done? Yes, absolutely. I've seen plenty of examples of manufacturers leasing out their excess capacity to even competitors um, so that they can run and at least their plant utilization levels are at 90%, which is a healthy rate for a manufacturing capacity to have. So look out for capacities which are underutilized if you can just resell them to other manufacturers. The last. The last is, it might look very small, but for your tier two suppliers or tier one suppliers maybe it is actually a good cost saving project when you actually receive products in your factories a lot of plastic pallets or in some cases wooden pallets are used uh, to store the material at the base now these plastic pallets most of the companies doesn't matter us doesn't matter china anywhere most of the companies will end up throwing them um, 
and it makes no sense because these are really good quality plastic pallets or wooden pallets. You can resell these plastic pallets or wooden pallets to your sub supplier so they don't have to buy it uh, and you can actually make revenue out of it. Uh, I was working with one or two suppliers who were interested in my ex job as a buyer and we started selling the plastic pallets to my suppliers and we were making revenue out of it. So all these examples that I've quoted, at least few of them I have personally seen in action um, and we were making our procurement function as a revenue generation function. Can it meet most of the cost? I may or may not have that answer yet, but it's in the it's the step in the right direction. And again, I'm leaving you with a thought because it's it's not a conventional thinking. I know as a CPO, you will only see procurement's core job is to fight the costs and it's only core buying services. Um, but I think everyone in the company should use procurement as a revenue generation function and a strategic function. Um, and I think it's one of these initiatives can actually help you offset your center of excellence costs. So that's it. Thank you so much for joining me for this video. I'll try to be regular in my next video with upcoming topics. But for now, thank you so much. I'll see you in the next one. Goodbye.